long ago in a distant land. She created life, and now we can. History! Welcome to her story, and her story is no different from your experience. It's your favorite host, Crazy. And your favorite goddess, Anna. What's up? You know? <laughs> okay. It's time for episode five. And it's also Black History Month. So you know we're going to hit y'all with some Black history, culture, facts, love, and crazy shit. Just a lot of things that the Black community has been through, went through, still is going through up until this point, and our major contributions to this society. Because without Black people, this land wouldn't be built the way that it is. Or with Pac period. Because it wasn't just us, but it was all the POCs out there. A world with no Black people is like a stoop without spice. Oh, yeah. It's finished. <laughs> it's finished. <laughs> it's just done. You know? It's not even created. It's just there. It's bland. Blah. It's throw up. <laughs> Basically. So, let's be grateful to each other and we appreciate that it's that time of the month again, you know? We're on our period. Go. Usually, we're accustomed to delivering two formats of podcasting discussion based or interview based. Today, you're in luck. We're discussing. Usually, description can be found in the title. And um, allow yourself to become a part of this conversation as much as the conversation becomes a part of you. We dive into three types, four actually, four types of things within this podcast. Will it be her story of the week? We're going to her news of the week, daily life, and then, of course, the discussion title, which you will find... If you came across us, obviously. And this is also Black History Month. So we like to do it a little special for our kin folks out here. <laughs> and one of the, um, somebody who, well, let's dive into our her story. Basically, this is a part of the, um, the Black History conglomerate. <laughs> it's yeah. It's that big. Yeah, yeah. You know. You know. This also is a little insight for people who don't know and are not well informed. We would like to get you there. Hello, black. Uh, really? You know, hello, black. Like you got a heart attack. <laughs> Ain't never heard that. Then you're not no. black. No, for real. I've never what did heard you? that before. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hello, black got a heart attack. Really? Are we just associated with heart attacks and strokes and diabetes or and, and, and about high her. blood pressure? You know. <laughs> That's just because of the rubbish here in America. You know, we didn't start the obesity, obesity train. White people are the fattest motherfucker. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. Sure. That felt nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah, come on. Like, I've seen... But fat is not really, like, a problem. At the end of the day, it's not as problematic when you know that there's work that you need to do so that you don't continue to make yourself uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, it's like... There's people that are so fat that we question, oh, my God, how, you know, 
Or just so fat, we're just interferes with your daily life. If you can't, that get is up, oh my god, how like right, the fuck you right. like my big my fat I life. I can't see my toes. It's been a show on t- on TLC. I know, I know. That's my why. big fat life. That's, yeah, it's sad. half of them are what? What color? Is it color in a sense now? We're just shades. We're we're melanin. Or I'm we're just, just I'm just trying to pigment. prove that black people at least not all of us eat stupid. Like regardless, yeah, but there's some black people on that show though too. I know, but you know, and even then, bro, that that guy with the pizza, <gasps> they they drove in the car with ten bags or eleven bags of pizza. When they got home, there were only four packs left, and I was like, "What the fuck? They're bringing it for the wow. family of other fat people." Really? Yeah. So it was just one fat person. That was this one, but the the one fat person. Can we use a different word? Like I feel like fat. We may trigger, trigger warning. Like we would say some things that are not necessarily directed to anyone in particular. Just we're just we're just talking. We're freaking human, and we're not gonna we're not gonna lie to you. We're telling you the truth as it comes to us, as we understand it to be, and willing to subscribe to change and better understanding. So, but in no shape form or fashion are we shaming fat people exactly that's not what we're doing no i have a fat cousin (laughs) (laughs) and that's what somebody who claims that they're not shaming would say that's what a racist like that's go back to what a a white person would say how can i be racist i have black friends i'm married to a black man yeah you can still be racist facts very very so that was not like at the end of the day if you have the 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 gift of vision you can see the difference in color if you can see the difference in color sometimes you find yourself stereotyping it's just the general way of existence let's not lock it up and and throw away the key it makes no sense our minds are compartmentalized so we put things in categories and it's not necessarily for racism or prejudice it's just speaking of the black dominance and how our cells are just ah oh dove anyway oh true Henrietta Lacks. Henrietta. Lacks. Henrietta Lacks. <laughs> but she didn't lack shit. Um, Ain't the contradiction in it? Um, maybe she lacked in... She died at 35. Yeah, maybe she lacked in physical mortality, but her cells <laughs> are abundant. Eternal, now, <laughs> speaking of which, immortal. But I still don't understand what the, um, what the scientific operators behind using her mutated cancerous cells to find a cure for polio, the cloning, the gene mapping, and in vitro fertilization. Honestly, I, I feel like that was just the ploy. They put that on there, make it seem like it was to good shit. Yeah. I really don't feel like it was for that. I feel like they're using that to, in the future, go ahead and start cloning people and other shit. Like, because it's, it's regenerated, like, so fast just, and rapidly every 20 hours and they still have her sales people are so audacious they can do such a thing and like things that they wouldn't even like to be done to them to like w- without permission like you know not even from they don't even talk to her family her family is still poor no permission no consent no even care or audacity no compensation at all because you notice life is expensive no, but, no, and we've made it so we continue to accept the way it is and perpetuate it by being complacent and playing a part. Regardless, it's just the truth, and it's the only way to survive inside of this matrix, mm. so to speak. Yeah, to survive and thrive. Let me give you a little background story on Miss Henrietta Lacks, the tobacco farmer. In, right in 1951, an African American woman named Henrietta Lacks was diagnosed with terminal cervical cancer. Cervical. Now, at this time, she was treated at the John Hopkins University because that was like one of a few 
of places that would actually service poor black people. Oh, no, no, no. John hopped in her skin. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, There was a doctor named George Gay, Guy, whatever, snipped sales from her cervix without telling her. Gay, Guy, whatever, discovered that lax cells could not only be kept alive, but will also grow indefinitely. This takes this personal took space that, to a whole different man, level. Man, took this woman in a vulnerable the, moment. It, she was vulnerable, dying. And came to you for help. That's the most disgusting part of human, ugh, the, the animalistic version of us that wants to pretend that civilization is actually a corpus functioning faculty. Damn. So it's, it, it takes it takes taking somebody's hair to a whole different level. You know when people just come up at you and cut a little bit of your hair and go play with it? Man. <laughs> this nigga came DNA? Kind of How did you trying to get DNA from kids? And he just went to go play to with it, you know? like Really? So for the past 60 years, lax sales has been cultured and used in experiments, ah! ranging from determining the long-term effects of radiation ah! to testing a live polio vaccine. Her sales were custom commercialized, not customized. Uh, her sales were commercialized commercial and have generated millions of dollars in profit for the medical researchers who patented her tissue. Oh my god. They patented this dead woman's tissue. They patented tissue. Without regard, she had children. I think her children are still probably fucking alive. Or at least grandkids. Yeah, you know, the next generation. Them on the back. They patented her sales. Oh, they patented. Look, no, no, but seriously. Lex family, however, yes. didn't know the sale cultures existed until more than 20 years after her death. Medical writer Rebecca Sloop examines the legacy of Lex's contribution to science. Mm. And this is a scenario where people say information is power, and if you don't know, now you know, nigga. No, no, no. They took advantage of what the people had information awareness about. Right, because they were very And that was literally, that was the point. That was really why they wanted to withhold education from the black folk. Let's be very honest. Because now that we have a fighting chance, so to speak, at the end of the day, there's still so much restriction, so much segregation to the participation, but they they didn't want us to even have a, a chance to step in the room. You know, they wanted us to feel as though the room was beyond us in our own understanding, let alone having to tell us that. And obviously, the only way to get us there would be to tell us repeatedly, this is beyond you, this is bigger than you, you're so small, insignificant, insignificant, insignificant. Donald Trump's favorite word. Sad, so sad, (laughs) so, so sad. Oh my God, fuck this man. (laughs) Do you want to? Help. You know what he does? Grabs a rice in the pussy. pussy. (laughs) Right in the pussy. Oh my God. Okay, let's just trafficate straight into the different types of love that exist. Um, no, we didn't get into her news or our daily lives. What's going on in your daily life? Since you're so interested, in yeah, but you also life. didn't elaborate on your news of the day, Cleo. Oh, I'm gonna elaborate. You have on a my guy. News. This what, what is it? What is his name? We could talk about my news of the day in a couple of minutes. Um, Carter Woodson. No. Oh, what? So that's no, that's for Black History. Carter. Oh, oh, I was talking about Hassan Minaj. Yeah, that was your news of the day. Yeah, I really do want to elaborate on that, but you go ahead and tell us your daily news, and then I'll go. I'll go into my news of the day. You know, you first, Mademoiselle. Yeah, but my lady. Yeah, Yeah. we had this discussion already. (laughs) We already said how this goes, and you just said fuck it. At the end of the day, sometimes you've got to throw the towel in and just paddle the boat with your hands. You'll get there. It might take a little bit longer. 
I'm not going to lie to y'all. Sometimes I just want to fire Cleo from being the co-host of this <laughs> of this show because she just does what the fuck she want to do and just disregard marital, anything else. I think I have marital um, marital preferentials or whatever benefits. I don't know. There's some benefits to go with this. this what are the benefits for you? Yeah, the benefits that I stay, I get to stay on the show. I get to keep talking to people. I get to keep making fans and having people. Oh, because me. we're married. Because we're together. <laughs> I could divorce you. It's Bad not that hard to divorce. And I can file for hardship. Ah. I've done that before. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's it's possible. Wait, 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 explain to me this hardship scenario. <laughs> so I can file for it later. <laughs> you bitch. Um. <laughs> Regardless of the fact, daily fucking news. Okay. What's been going on in our world, in our galaxy, in our reality? Well, oh, I met someone, a friend, a good friend. I finally went to snooze. Somebody at my work came back with this. I was like, what is that? And she said she ate a snooze, and I was just curious to eat at it because the food looked delicious. And the food is fucking delicious. Like, I had locks. This has been snoozing. <laughs> fucking with you anyways i had this um i didn't know they call it salmon like smoked salmon like the um it's actually raw too but it's smoked yeah. so it has that 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 smoke taste and it's so smoky del- raw yeah but it's like so del- it's it's so delicious i don't know it's so fucking good yeah, some things are beyond words yeah it really is but it was a benedict and it has some other. I don't it even know. It was a Benedict. All, it has yeah. been knighted by the Pope. It's what It's an ordained salmon. Don't you know, like a Benedict Arnold and all those? Like, but it was a salmon one, and it had some other delicacies. Anything Benedictory is either religious or, or political. They make everything religious in fucking America, even food. Honestly, the f- even is- the fishes. Don't you remember in the Bible, he only took 5,000 fishes and one loaf of bread. <laughs> the 5,000 fishes were Christian fishes. If not, the Christians couldn't have eaten. <laughs> that was in the Bible? No, that wasn't. I was going to say, that's crazy. That but sounds like capitalism. It is capitalism. <laughs> he did feed the 5,000 um, with one loaf of bread and five fishes or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It is in the Bible. But um, I'm not sure that's the other bits I included in <laughs> storytelling were part of it. You're fired, Cleo. But anyways, um, snooze. Yeah, Go I went there. to snooze. It was delicious. It was so many beautiful women working at that place. And I'm trying to get over my phase of being too scary when it comes to making a move. On you a need woman. to stop being eye candy and go act on candy. <sighs> God damn it. That's the only way you get I'm, some. Uh, let's see. When it comes to women. You're such a hard like, candy. It's, it's, but it's easier. Okay, see, it's. I wish women could be more like men in that regard because when it comes to a man, that's why I'm you showing my interest. Me. That's why you appreciate me because I could come to you. Right. With it, I like you to show that interest and don't be, but I'm the one saying she that. She wants but that I don't too. Want, do that. I and know. Sometimes she might, she might snub you. She might do something even ridiculous. But look, like, with a man. Shut you down hard. With a man, it. all you got to do is give him that look and he finna come over to you. Like if, it's so easy. A ship with a, a, with a properly sized ass could give him that look, and it would come over to him. That's not what you want, though. I don't want that from every fucking body. Though. I like a challenge too, but I also like to. I don't know. I guess I'm just still not 
good at rejection when it comes to women. Nobody's good at rejection. Nobody gets good at rejection. You just yes, keep getting you rejected and get better. You do get good at it. You, it. Get, you get to a point where you don't think about it or overthink about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do get to a point. You but to do like, that, yeah. but guess what? To get there, you have to be rejected. I know. You have a bunch to of take times. a shit ton of rejection. But I was this, as soon as we was walking out the door, I should have been my... at the door. We had your work. We I, look, look, look. How I did it. How you did it. I wrote my name and number on the paper. Oh, Jesus Christ. She's going to wipe the table with that. Or her ass. If you know, if you're lucky, someone's going to wipe their nose with that shit. This and I said, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. As soon as we walk out, I'm going to give her my number. And I put something on there. Like, I said a note. Like, you seem like you have a dope vibe. Like, I want to be friends. Some, some corny shit. Now you're vibrating on a piece of paper. <laughs> 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 the only way to do it is to put your number in their phone and call yourself. That way, you have my number. Now I have your number. But look, this what I, this what happened. Though. You have a better see, chance. See what, I, see what got I, what I got intimidated by. I got intimidated because by pussy. Yes, goddammit. it! You got pussificated without any pussification. Nigga, get no pussy. Listen, let me finish my story. Okay. So. Obviously, she got this other little waitress there that they are cool with because every time I looked back or whatever, they was almost like always to fucking together and talking. Oh my god, girls are so predictable, man! Oh my god, I'm talking about you in this moment. Shut up! Ow, my titty. Are we always naked when we do this? You're always naked when I do it. Yeah, because the last time your toes were on my titty, I was like, look, listen. So I was like, man, okay, I'm going to give it to her. Like, I just hope that the girl's not by her when I'm going to give it to her. Because you know girls talk. Man, she's going to talk shit like, oh. You have to be able stuff. to walk in the midst of her friends and let her know it's you. Yeah, I was too scared. I'm not going to lie. I was too scared. And when I left out that door, her friend was sitting right, was standing right there okay, still. Can I tell you what? A key, key, key. <laughs> and I was like, okay. She's nice. Like, I still talked to him. I was like, nah, it was nice meeting y'all. Um. Some other shit. I said some other oh shit. Oh my god! I can imagine. <laughs> and I walked out. And you walked out. She was so fucking gorgeous, though. Okay, just... can I tell you how nature assists men in making that move? Because they too get they, they get have no shame. No, them, they do. They are very shameful. They are the most pathetic, emotional, fulfilled, animalistic hey. people in hey. this world. No, no, it's the hey. truth. No, they're pathetic in the fact that their emotion needs to be vindicated. You need to tell them, show them, keep proving. I love you. I will protect you. I take care of you. You know, you, you need to just keep pacifying these fucks. That's the truth. Now, let me tell you why they ha- they act shameless in their approach to the women. They have mm-hmm. a natural clock, a natural pain service dispenser attached to their penis. It's called blue ball situation. Oh Eventually, when you've been stroking, stroking, you've peeled your goddamn Ugh. skin with your freaking hands, and you realize that you need somebody to set it right, to do it the right way, you're going to swallow your goddamn pride like a bad gum that you've been chewing for three weeks. Swallow the pride and like rejection onto the next reject. You see, oh, wow. shameless motherfucker in the club getting rejected by sixty-two women. He's still onto the next because he knows he has seen the blue ball effect and this 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 skin friction friction communication. I'm dumb with this but conversation you with you. <laughs> like so dumb with it. But in other news, like lately too, I feel like I've been getting better with asking the universe for what I want and and being patient to receive that even for others like i had situation i had this um mostly it's been happening fucking at work i knew something was coming with the promotion i just got promoted to full-time so benefits are way fucking better now i can move up more confidently in the 
corporate ladder, or so to speak, whatever. She's got a little cheese in her rat race. Uh, wow. <laughs> what? Why are you pretending that that's not the back case? Okay, yeah, it's a little cheese. It's a little okay. cheese, you know? Uh, I, I just like stability. I want to be in a movie with some, with some, just whatever I'm doing, I just want to progress. Stability, she needs to get the generator stabilizer. Ow, my titties. Okay, so that happened. And then also, um, I was riding with one of my coworkers and we was talking on a topic of just like spirituality and energy and stuff. And she was telling me a situation with her and her wife when they was in California, how they had moved into a space or whatever. And basically, basically they got cursed. This is when I can tell you roots and cursing and all that shit is real. All of this is real, you guys. So, um, it was just bad stuff happening. I remember they end up quitting their job. They end up having constant car trouble. They just, nothing was just working out for them in that moment. And I remember she told me she was outside one day. They was packing their stuff doing a yard sale. And this lady, it was one of their neighbors, came by. And um, she was like, she told them, oh, yeah, we quit. We leaving. Or we just leaving. You know, we just getting rid of this. We, we're not staying here no more. She was like, oh, you quit. Or you know, you um they quit you. They quit you. And um she was like, No, we quit. Like we're done. He was like, No, like basically this I don't know who the lady was. I forgot who she said the lady was. I don't know, was it like a godmother or just somebody that oh no, I think it was this lady. That was I skipped that part. So it was this lady, they parked in her spot, and she was just like so fucking mad about them parking in her spot. Well, obviously, she was doing some little ritual magic shit. So she cast a spell on their ass to make shit mess up in their life. It was it was a quick little spell. She basically like had some salt and she pissed in like whatever area that was that they had their car. Mm -hmm. And from that day forward, they just had fucked up shit happening in their life. All right, the rest of America, y'all watch out. I got the ingredients for casting spells. <laughs> I was pissing, pissing a bunch of salts and fucking it's, it's, life. But it's mostly the the intention behind belief. And when you believe something yeah. to be true, anything is fucking possible. Intense as fuck. After this Super break, we'll be intense. right back with some interesting luscious slum shots to see. Oh my gosh, you guys. Sorry about that. We had a friend come over and didn't know that we were recording our podcast. And he was knocking and calling and I got distracted and it fucked up my storytelling. So to pick up where I left off, basically... Um, I have a close friend of mine who I feel very connected with. She's like a soulmate. She is a soulmate. And things that happen with her, it feels like it's happening to me. So I'm very, very aware of certain situations that she goes, that she goes through, even if she doesn't tell me. So I had a feeling that she may have been like cursed or she just had somebody who put some negative voodoo or juju on her and i just wanted that to be cleansed and it just seems so related to what my co-worker was telling me about because i'm like damn i really feel like that happened to my one of my closest friends and she had told me a spell or like a ritual that she could do to help alleviate that and get rid of it and i've already been telling her stuff like you know we got google we got youtube we got all that shit now so they we have more access to things here and she um shared that story of how you know basically somebody had put some 
negative energy or negative roots on them to get them out of this space into another space. And she had told her, you know, whatever ritual was. But it was one ritual. If y'all want to do it on your own, if you feel like you're being cursed or you got some shit going on in your life that keeps piling up on negativity, on negativity, negativity, then this is something you can do. Get two lemons. And when you get these lemons, I need you to, from your head all the way down to your feet, you need to circle around your head, go around your arms with both of the lemons, but you cannot go back up. Keep going down in this process. And if you skip a spot, don't worry about it. Let it go. Just keep on going all the way down. But while you're doing it, I need you to do some prayers, like set intention. Like I get rid of this negative energy from my life. I don't want it. I don't need it. I don't, I don't let it. I, I don't accept this into my reality. I want to let go of this, whatever it is that you have going on that you want to let go of. Pray around that while you're doing this lemon ritual. And once you're done with that, keep it on you. Keep these lemons on you at all times. If you're going to the grocery store, keep it in your purse. You're going to sleep, lay it by your shoulder while you're going to sleep. If you're going anywhere, keep it on your person for 24 hours. And after those 24 hours, you need to go somewhere that you may not ever go again, some random ass place, and throw it behind you. Throw those lemons behind you. But when you throw it behind you, do not look back. Go for it. Like, so make sure you're in a position where you do not have to look back because you made a drop something. Don't bring nothing else with you when you do this. Keep your shit in your car. Keep it wherever it is, on your bike, wherever the fuck, whatever you're doing, whatever you're, wherever you are, just throw it behind you and keep moving forward. You have to. Like, just keep moving forward because you're leaving all that shit, that garbage, that negativity behind you. And you can do that as many times as you feel like you need to continue to cleanse that. Because some people got some energy that's strongly attached to them. So you may have to do this more than once. And you may want to add in some other remedies for that as well. And that was just, um, that's just something, you know, if you believe in any spiritual, whoever you believe in, if you wanted to pray to a Jesus, to God, Holy Mary, whoever the fuck it is, you just have to pray and believe. Because if you don't believe this shit is going to help you, then 10 times out of 10, it's not going to help you. Point, it's all about belief. The point being, siga adelante. Deja el pasado atrás. Leave the past behind and move the forward. A Spanish girl told me that too. And the, the lady who did a ritual, it was, it was Hispanic. <laughs> but um, yes, that's something great. Like, and, and it's inspired, that story inspired me as well because I used to do a lot of rituals and I actually have to get back to doing rituals because it's necessary. I need to do a lot more spell work and work with my herbs especially with becoming a doula and tantric yoga instructor and a lot of other spiritual Honestly, things. Honestly, I feel like you consistently stay ritualistic. You've just slowed down. You can always pick the pace back up. It's not even, around. I feel like I'm just recreating myself. So it's different ways that I have to do things moving forward because I've outgrown that past part of self. Honestly, the government should take a book from your page, a big page from your book or something. Yeah, but they yeah. not. They don't give a fuck. If it ain't making money, they don't want to talk. Okay, they're about to be reimbursed and reinforced. Um, but real quick, can we just like get into love, or am I supposed to like really go into like my her story of the week? You like, already, I'm trying to, like, your heart story to... of the week was Henry Henrietta. That was our heart story of the week. No, so what's my hard news? Rather, I think it's Hassan Minaj. Yeah, go ahead. And Hassan that. Minaj, uh, I'm so grateful to you. He is a voice of immigrants, Indians, Americans. Really, he's the voice of patriots, commercials commercialists, um, consumers, 
he is the story just, of her. You know, I know, you know, he <laughs> being born of her just has this certain flair to playing out the simulation of truth in a way that is not too offensive, but offensive enough to fuck with you. You know, and his mm -hmm. story, his his um his show, Patriot Act, on that's um, on Netflix, Netflix, right? Yeah, it's mm -hmm. on Netflix. We given the contract, and I think he's got like we five shouldn't volumes. have told him where it's from because Netflix ain't cutting us a check. So you know, <laughs> um, that's that's no way to live. It's transparency, <laughs> love, transparency. I know, it but it's all alive. It's thriving. But no, seriously, um, there's this recent show that he does. He does this episode rather on the show. And it's really about asylum laws and Donald Trump's policy as refers to asylum laws. You know how he feels about chain migration and all that good stuff, keeping mm -hmm. families inside of the Walmart cases bunkers and, stuff. and yeah. Yeah, stuff like And this is serious. You know, remember, Donald Trump has distracted us to so many degrees of all the things going on in the press concerning him that it's easy sometimes to forget the pressing matters that do involve physical bodies and actual pain or pleasure or whatnot. Things that are more physical than storytelling because mm -hmm. it could all get lost in the story. Like, for example, remember the caravan that was marching to the Mexican border? Mm -hmm. All those people, what happened? Swept up in the dust over several scandals and an impeachment theory because how is he impeached if he's still given the State of the Union address? But you know, that's a story for another day. I don't even mm -hmm. have the energy to enter into that. Yeah, see, like, it's like stuff about this, I, I know like little bits and pieces. So, right now, I feel very illiterate. And I think everybody's illiterate because everybody since the beginning of time continuously up until this moment is just figuring out from where they know and from how it goes. You know? Trump doesn't even look like he's real. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> looks like puppet. he looks like he's a puppet. Like he's like somebody's controlling him to do and say everything that he's doing and saying. I wouldn't like, doubt that. Y'all should it's this meme. I just looked on um Google yeah. and they got a um meme of the president. Look, look at this. They already made it a meme. As soon as he fucking the photo of President Trump returning to the White House became an immediate oh wow sunburned as motherfucker. I think they added some extra edit on that. <laughs> they could have returning to the White House. It looks like he's just been to war. Look at his face. He's like, okay, no, no, seriously. Let's be very, very frank about. Six. Oh. <laughs> that boy sexy. I'm done. Let's be very, very frank about our reality right now. And that is Donald Trump. That is that Donald Trump quite literally is putting a complete snip snip to the asylum law. You can come to America mm -hmm. and beg and plead. You like to be in danger and they will not let you through the fucking borders. In fact, they have such a thing called credible fear. And they've suggested right. like they've suggested that gang violence, beatings, threats from any other outside force to your life is now considered domestic violence, which is also a branch of private violence. Oh, so wow. you can deal with that shit on your own. Basically, you know, quite Damn. And then he's, he's using a transit rule to rewrite the asylum law, and um, they they've created something called the Safe Third Country Agreement, quite literally, which says that countries. Who is that? They, they stipulated that three countries are safe enough bitch. for them to send asylees. So let's say you come to America to be free of certain places, certain countries, or your country mm -hmm. specifically, and your life is in danger. You've been given asylum in America. They welcomed you into their soil. Now America will transport you to these one of these three countries. Are you ready for the three safe countries America is ready? Mexico. Are you, are you, you just guess. Like That was a good guess, though. But keep guessing. 
Um, there are three countries that have been, Canada. they've collided with the Chinese policy with Donald with Trump or his administration. That it's some third world countries, huh? Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. I but, wish I was. Really? Morally correct is is a is a triumphant funk fuck rather. How much is the population? I know I heard El Salvador. It's like two million people six there. Million in El Salvador, I think. Over just over six million. And he was explaining how it was just so common to just see a dead body laying around. It's not that. Okay, she's trying to jump off. Can you get her, please? No, let her jump off, please. No, I don't want to see her jump off. Stop. I want to see her grow into the next phase of her life. Well, she's a cat. She'll survive, I swear, you know? She'll jump there and then she'll come back. Y'all gonna stop there. trying to bully my baby because y'all think because she a cat, she don't have no feelings. Screw y'all. No, I know she has feelings, but animalistically, we're here to help her. We're not gonna let her die, but animalistically speaking as well, we have to let her grow. Which means she's gonna have to put herself in some perilous situations. Okay, babe. So this is all her news of the... Yeah, Hassan Minaj, man. Thank you. Like, continue to be the voice. Don't fucking stop. We're listening. And not only are we listening, we're inspired to action by your compilation of information with breakdown to detail that is ferociously appetizing, you know, to the intellectual mind or the layman, really, which I think I am. I appreciate your truth, you know, and I appreciate your, your, your delivery of that truth in a manner that does give me or does put me in a position to feel like um, I I am better off for knowing or for wanting to know. Yeah, just shout just, out to Hassan. You know, Hassan Manar. And he's also funny too. So, fuck you That's know. Nice. It, funny is delicious. Fuck it, nice. It is. It is. Delicious. Funny is delicioso. You know. I'm I'm very grateful, honestly. Now moving on. Let's talk about there are these six or I think it's, it's eight. eight. It's eight. Yeah, there's, there's like eight types of love. We're gonna break it down real quick. Come on up in there. Come join me. Okay, let's stroke this a little bit. Agape. It's more spiritual, more religious, right? More between my God and I. More blameless. Unconditional. Oh yes. Yeah, oh my God, you love me unconditionally. Like, I love you too. Fuck that. So then. <laughs> okay, so storage. That's familial responsibility. It's commitment. It's, you know, it's kind of like self, you know, adornishment as well, but still because self does this for the ones that self loves. Right. It's more like a parent-child type of love. Parent trap. Sorry. Mm. We have yeah. Eros. Yeah. That's very romantic mm -hmm. and sexually passionate, you know, very, you know, with the strangers from Tinder. Uh, <laughs> I would say, or is it um, Christian Mingle? Whichever one, guys, you're still fucking, as far as I'm concerned. It boils down to the same goddamn thing. And then we're going into philia. That's affectionate love. It's platonic. It's friendship. Then there's filiota, which is self-love and compassionate. It's really about you. Not narcissistic. It's about you in a very good, healthy, loving, right, non Because the love way. that you give can only be given to yourself first. Facts. Why can you give it to anybody else if you can't give it to you? Facts. You need to receive um, your love to know how to Oh, this it. is this is a good one because I feel like that's the kind of love that me and Cleo has evolved to the pragma. Am I saying it right? Pragma? Yeah, love? I I, think, I don't know. I really, I wouldn't want to say that. I'm it's an endearing love. It's a love that has been matured over time and has 
commitment and, and kind of responsibility. It's compromising. It's yeah. developing. Very well developed even. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I would admit that too. And then there's this lubus, infatuation attached. I think it could be addictive. Yeah, that's more, but that's a playful love. I feel like that's more like in the beginning stages. I mean, it can become addictive. I feel like that can become a mania type of love, which is an obsessive type of love that goes into just possession and just, oh my God, who the fuck you been with? Where you been at? This is just mine's, like nobody else's type of love. But honestly, how do you not find a way to be mania about love when it especially breaks down to financial responsibility? Because if you love someone, at the end of the day, you're not going to want to see them hungry or wanting something and can't be able to supplement for it. Love just puts you in a position to want to provide. So in literacy, there is reason to get maniacal, like to get super bad, to get maniacal, to get maniacal over a situation where it seems like this person you've been loving and loving on and let loving you, you know, has fucked up in such a grandissimo it's such a huge way. Like, like, how could you do this? This that we've agreed is not something. Okay, so to. how is love not punishment then? If you feel like you love somebody so strongly and you care so deeply about them for their well-being, and they fuck up, just like my mom. Prime example: me and my mama. I see how and you, you and your mama. Okay. If you do something that she doesn't approve of, and she feels like maybe you have shamed her in some kind of way, <laughs> um, I'm gonna punish you sure, with with sure. cursing you out or hitting you. Sure. Or just like get out of my house, right? Something. So, okay, that's that's what every energy really. This is a question to all. This is not just to me, but I'm gonna try my best to find how I manage still suggesting that love is not punishment. Love can be punishing sometimes when people do bad things, irrespective of how we feel about them. We just need to correct their attitude so we can better coexist compromise so we can understand where everybody is at and logically the people who are older in this matter who believe they were here first they saw this before you had the chance to take mm -hmm. advantage of the opportunity to be the one to teach these lessons yeah that's been my observation of our reality but i got a question though okay so what okay stepping outside of love and stepping into punishment because it has brackets and let's say we've been punished for something else by somebody who doesn't necessarily love us like let's say the law, you the damn got a speeding ticket, or maybe your license was suspended, or some other kind of bullshit, and they put you in jail, and that was a form of punishment. Is that love? That's that's how we've broadened because in in our intimate relationships inside of the home, we punish each other in some ways, make you do the extra laundry, make you pick a pin, do some mm -hmm. type of. Whenever I got suspended from school, physical. my mama made us clean up. Oh, you know, we, or work so out. we do that internally. <laughs> what makes you think, as a society and a governance as a body, you would not find a way to translate that for a public? Deficiency? But is that love? It's that's not. What that's what I'm saying. That's not a part of love. That's a part of egotistical expression of you can't fucking do this here. Not here, you know, like, and, and when you say not here, it's like, you're not here alone, obviously, but we want to be able to translate that same message, that same discomfort in the way that's, nah, you know, you've done this and this has made me uncomfortable, we're going to have to fix this attitude. And it doesn't mean that you now need to stipulate the only way that it can be. It's now for the person who's made that mistake to make the correction based off of this acknowledgement. We can do this. Well, what if you never want to make educated. that? Okay, so getting to that perspective of it, I feel like it depends. I feel like it's subjective and it depends on your point of view because you have some people who really feel like love is just evil or love just ain't shit. Like they don't want to be in love because it just seems 
to leave them always in this this lack of because they gave so much of themselves. Yeah, remember the punishing effect because to be to love anything you must give it time, give it attention, give it affection. To love anything you must subscribe and put service. And service is action, is activity. All that drains you of energy. All the cycle or but it's also effect, still it's, over time. Exactly. So can it be still considered punishment? Because over time you're still going to continue to be punished while in love. Yeah, but it, it punishment it comes with gratification you know everything every emotion so it's a love is punishment comes with the other it is punishment to a degree but i would say we focus on the fact <laughs> i that was saying but i would say it's we punishing focus. yeah i would say we focus that despite the fact that love is punishing it doesn't have to be a punishment do you get where i'm going i get what you're saying but it still feels like a punishment because over time we're still being punished so that's the act of being punished punishment and it's continuously going on, even through birth and death this and is life. This is symptoms. I feel like being this in this is, life is punishment. It's definitely a symptom of a larger disease. And the point is, how do we eliminate the disease itself, not just... What's the disease? This disease being life. Life in this scenario is a disease. Okay, to end that disease, you have to die. <laughs> <laughs> Period. The energy cannot be created or destroyed. Yeah, but physically, you can be out of your turmoil. After here, like who knows what happens after this reality? I don't know. I do that believe in reincarnation. Such a sexy way that you put it, your turmoil, accurate as fuck. From the earth you were, from the earth you're gone. Like exactly out of your turmoil, your term has expired. <laughs> right, expiration dates. Fuck, That's why we that. have birth dates, end dates. But um, I feel like my main thing here, because this is another example I had brought up before. I was saying about how um, women giving birth. Or just being pregnant and how much pain and suffering. I mean, it, and then at the same time, in the same token, I'm going to still include the idea of perspective because perspective changes everything. Like you can be in so much pain, but still feel, oh my God, so much love. Yeah. Because when I was pregnant, like, I felt so uncomfortable, sick, tired, didn't want to do nothing, just felt miserable. But I still had a feeling inside of me. It was like, I'm growing. It's leading to it's, something. It's worth it's this. Worth this. Up to, so it's like walking yeah. up a hill. Like, I know. When I get there, I go see the sun. Right. It's something that it leads I, up to. Fucking hate that about life. How it can entice you to want to live it, but be very endearing in the living Bro. on it. But that's how you come alive. Yes, yeah. yeah, you know. That's how a lot of black people has come alive, too. Because we had to invent out of necessity, out of survival for a lot of things. A lot of these inventions were created first by black people. We were purposely put in situations just to be used for our utilization of necessity. Yeah, but that's been done to all the versions of we across the globe, honestly. Let's not limit it. Yeah, especially now over this plane. Like, things have evolved. We got modern day times now. Now we're all kind of coming together in a sense to level up at a equal rate, even think, though it's think, still what, not equal. I, I wish I could see my face because I'm so sarcastic right now. The situation is the civilized cambion that comes with the, the coming together of our very now, like this commercialized society, how mm-hmm. civilized we pretend to be or aspire to be elitist, so to speak, very um, exclusively inclusive. I, I don't know how best to put the contradiction because that's just the way I'm seeing it. And that's, that's the words that. The dictionary is giving me with the opportunity to define this cockery. 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, There's no other way to put it because what I've seen is is honestly it's it's genuine bullshit, but it's it's premium bullshit. <laughs> I don't you, I do get where I'm going with this shit. Because like at the same time, it's it's all of us wearing suits and ties, compensating, getting compensated for the necessities and the things we need and saying the only ways that we can solve these problems that require people who are the resources is the resource of currency. And then we throw fiestas and have parties and galas and talk about how, oh, yes, we're going to save this particular colony and this is how we save them, who are not actually making a move to actually physically impediently be there or garner the individuals that will participate without the subject of currency, without the <coughs> inclusion of currency. Like the people are not the people that will do the things about the things that the people need done. Somebody is about to get shot. You know, like, <laughs> somebody's you, about to be punished. You don't know there's seven <laughs> gun compartments up in here. Gun compartment. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck around and hold on. Let me pet my kitty one more time. Gun compartment. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, well, I have another question for you then. Is loving me punishment? Is loving you punishment? Mm-hmm. Hey! Loving you as loving you as age me, loving you as uh, like uh, you know how um, uh, Obama kid my heart is four year ten off and this boy and I say aging like white people I, I thought he was black until, until after he became president. Okay, I'm joking. Loving you is is quite like a tenure, let's be honest. An experience with any type of energy is like a term, it's like a school year or or whatever. It could be continued. You don't know what time we in. I'm almost out of presidency now. Oh Jesus! Unless Christ. I get re-elected, <laughs> have another four-year term. So you planning to woo me again, take me out more often, love me, and remind me of the reason? Oh, I'm, I'm waiting on that from you too. <laughs> the fuck? When last thing took me out a date? <laughs> okay. I've been begging you to go across the country. I've been trying to take your ass across the country. Oh, I'm wait, baby, wait. Let me pay I... three months of rent first. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what I sounded like? <laughs> Is that what I sounded like? <laughs> Fuck off, man. I'm not speaking to you again. Like, I'm not talking to you no more. Like, okay, bye. I love you. Hi. I love that. Like, <laughs> screw you. No, but seriously, I just, I want us to wait for just a few more moments. Let me just get distributed with certain types of artistic needs that I've set aside. The, the actual projects that just I just need to handle before we leave and then when we're when we're done when okay, i'm done well, with that just know that i'm gonna make a leave i'm gonna spread my wings to fly a little I bit clip your wings that's <laughs> <laughs> from your scissors love is punishment <laughs> love is punishment <laughs> <laughs> love is why we punish you Mm-mm. okay i'm no. not with this punishing okay, love okay, <laughs> i'm with a gate agape i'm with a gate agape love <laughs> okay hold on hold on Let, let's figure this out I don't know why they giving it to religion and spirituality. <laughs> like, get that shit to me. I'm gonna Honestly, be uncon- they're saying that that's the way God loves you, but he punishes you too. But that's the way you're supposed to love him with humility and no concern, just complete stupidity. Like, be stupid for Jesus, almost. That's literally <laughs> every pastor's sermon all day long. And where's the money as well? The church you know needs what? it actually, to help you. This, this religious God is actually quite... um narcissistic, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that, but, you know, Let's not offend the religious fanatics, please. I don't want to be an example. <laughs> I like my head. What? You going to hell? I like my head on my neck. I'm talking about physical <laughs> torture. They actually... Love is they, punishment, baby. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> they actually come to you physically and kill you. Who are you for? Do you serve um, 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 jihad or this thing? Oh, no. Who are you for? Do you, are you Christian? Everybody is literally doing this shit. 
Every single religion is saying, who do you serve? And then like, you got some religions who are so freaking but we controlling. Have of people that are fanatic, so controlling. If you try to leave them, that's automatic sentence to death. Hey. The Muslims. Um, the Muslims are not as bad as the Christians, if you ask me. Christians are bad, but you can leave bro, Christianity and okay. I've left Christian. You can being a Christian. Muslim, like, okay, they don't stress you out. Is there no, it's, it's the that I'm talking about the Arabian, like the ones that what, what is that? The Egyptian um Muslims and all Are those you talking about Palestinians and um, Palestinians and Yes. And, and why would you know? No, no, no. No, yes. no, I know First from experience. I, I, I know from experience. I know from you've experience. Never, no, 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 you've never been there. You're I ain't gotta be there, but they were they were off with from your head. What I've seen your American soldiers and your and call it love have made their living it's for situation love. right now Even, a war zone. That type of life and that type of living stretches every single thing, definitely including religious principles and whatever you're willing to do in the moment. You talking about America, right? Is already life and death. I'm talking about over there for them. Right over there is life and death. Over here, it's it's chilling cool. So that's why you're you're capable of imagining that they're just you know they're just fanatic. No, they're forced into the. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm not saying that they're fanatic though. Which is I'm saying that it gets deeper. It's deeper Christian. than what it is here. Because you do come with a missionary with the army. They, they do follow missionaries and they're trying to preach to you. This is the word. This is what you should. At the end of the day, it's, it is religiously political. You have to see this. They'd be lost to it. I, I've seen this firsthand by being there. And that should frighten That's my That's not what I'm saying, soul. though, that, that is what you're saying. You're trying to no, it's you're not covering what I'm that saying. up by not saying it is what I'm saying. That's no, I'm not. I know Christianity can be abrasive and in your face what i'm saying is a lot of things are watered down burnt us i get that, that. but i say a lot of stuff advantage. is watered down in america in this modern day times uh, yeah in other countries was, no like a lot of a lot of under other countries uh -huh. when it comes to religion yeah. you will die I, I in front of a bunch of people and, and it's not, okay even here in america you would die in front of a bunch of yes okay especially here but it's different though it's uh, that's the thing everybody thinks their situation is different where we're all the same animal the same shit it is but it's, it's, but it's different though it just, i know you know you can get away with a lot more shit here that's why all you gotta do is, is have essential. money it don't matter if you in them other countries it boils don't, back down don't to fucking the, matter to it boils back down to the thing i'm saying we need to eliminate if we're going to grow exactly but i'm still telling you how these, it is in america at least i live here i've been way they've made it you're not living you're not going to be able to live your life if you're trying to live your life with the rules that they've set to incorporate theirs with their own needs and their own necessities. It's not going to work. And that's why assimilation to some degree is frightening for them, for the people who have said there's a need for segregation in the first place. Do you get where I'm where I'm headed with this? We all see the bigger picture. But of I'm course, talking about the right to. now. We have to see. I'm talking about the right now as well. The right now. This is happening right now. I'm saying if it was happening at the time, I was, what, 13? I'm, what, like, 22 now? It's definitely still happening today and at a very rapid, more civilized, covered-up rate. Like, because people are, you put on a suit and it's like the animals, um, mischief and, and, and evil possibilities or, like, prospects or, you know, it's just malicious intent is hidden behind the material. No, I don't agree. I still see that you're capable. Let's now see who you really are with time. An opportunity. I'm sorry. Am I taking this farther than it should go? It's not that. It's just you're you're um you're just on a tangent. It's okay. Am I killing anybody though? 
I would like to have committed you're killing my soul right now. <laughs> my soul has died and it's trying to go somewhere else. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> just saying though. But in my reflection of this topic, I believe that love is it's both. It's definitely both, but that's why I had to agree with your side. Love is punishment. But I'm also saying, not. like, just reflecting on the moment when I said about being pregnant and how I felt like I was going towards a goal, it didn't feel like punishment. It felt like strength. I, I felt like I was being stronger for this. I see how it could feel that way. That is truly why it is contradictory in all of its ways, even right. without that. And then it's also perspective. Some people can just feel this pain and that's all they feel and see. Exactly. And not see the bigger picture around it or what they can receive from that. And in exchange for that pain or whatever it is, because in life and just being energy, it's an exchange. You have to give in order to receive. You have to receive in order to give. It's a cyclical motion that we go in in this circle of life breathing oxygen breathe out carbon dioxide exactly that's a great example oh my god life is just and, and that's literally why everybody eventually went into saying oh my god right we're like oh fuck what the hell what did we the do when did we do this, this how do we do this the realization of this reality is real is the most psychologically damning thing any living thing could come to know and and that's true for even dogs, cats, rats. Eventually, all animals. You know, mm-hmm. they all they're all retarded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all retarded. Okay. Now, outside of all that speaking terms, I I really want to not acknowledge that I recognize that it can be punishing. Again, like I've always said, it can be punishing. But is it a punishment? Is it a continuous? Should it be a continuous strain of punishment? We have that choice. Now it's in our hands and we have mm-hmm. the ability to decide what we do with this moving forward. Is and is the has the punishment changed the 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 the, the intention of the criminal? Has it adjusted <laughs> the motives of the mm. criminal? Now this is the thoughts that we need to be thinking. Has these intentions That's given valid. us reason to want to do better based on how the people that we did this to reacted to what we did to them? Now, if that's not working, then you need to change and not be stupid about your approach because stupidity is the repeat of the same thing that's giving you the same goddamn fucked up bloated result that's not what you want. So are you going to change? Are you ready for the change? Are you going to be the change? (laughs) You were insane, but that is so valid. So valid. Because everything, every action has a reaction. So, but you have how to, will you, you have react? to assess, you have to assess, and does it, and well. it, but yeah, and does it serve you and how best you can make that moment better the next time around? Because it's coming, this is a big repetition, right? The cycle, of mm-hmm. it's, it's coming. so annoying sometimes, you know. And it's, <laughs> it's so, it was so insulting to imagine that this becoming of repetition that we perpetuated as feminine energy, as woman, as goddess, you want to call it history. Suck mm. on my left tit. Well, obviously, it's her story. You know, even the process of being that's born where I stand. reacts or, or involves or woman. You know, female. It does involve female. It's completely female. Because, like we said before, you know, woman is an expression. But, bruv, like, <laughs> it's more than just a statement. It's not just abrupt, but it does hit you as abrupt. It's the coinciding of two, it's everything that we are. 
as as well as and masculine honestly that's just the truth mm. everything in itself is a combination of perfection within all the imperfection that it ad admonishes to become what it truly is meant to be that establishes what this reality that we all share this timeline needs it is just we like fuck so i'm tired of saying that you're going to be tired of saying it because you're going to have to keep saying it and saying it and saying it. And then even when somebody gets it, you're going to keep saying it and saying it and saying it because somebody else needs to get it. I even need yourself. to get it, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I, I'm, I'm constantly forgetting. We're creatures of habit. Like, we have to. I love you. I brainwashed you as well. I've been knew we was creatures of habit. Forget you. You always thinking it's about you. This ain't about you. But it is. <laughs> We're exactly. crazy. Very. But a question. What? So, how do you identify on this spectrum of your sexuality? Like I am she, they. Oh, so these your pronouns. Yeah, these are my pronouns. I, as in E Y E, the perspective of what I see. I can only tell you as much as my eyes, my understanding, my experience has limits to or has. But what about if you're blind? To. If I'm blind, then I will <laughs> tell you as much as I feel. It's still sensitive. I'm still hello, feeling hello. Still I see. That's why I, I keep saying it's not just about currency. It's not just about what you currently see. It's not about just the current of the sea. Sure, put it however you want. It's not just about currency. Current feel plays an immaculate grand part in this beautiful machinery. Okay, so your sexuality, how does that define you? Um, how does that look to you? How does that feel? It's just you. fluidity to be whoever I want to be, say what I want to say in the moments that I have the opportunity to say them, learn from who I will learn from, which is everybody that comes in contact with me, appreciate all the energies that I love. And within all of that, um, within all of that existing, within all that being, with all the versions of me that I could be with, just be happy as much as the sadness will engulf and I will learn from it and grow. I just want the opportunity to share all of that with all of we as a respect to the understanding that we are everything and we are all of each other just from different perspectives so that this respect is embedded in everybody you meet is giving the same equal opportunity as the next which is truly what is happening here but it's perverse to a degree if i could tip the scales to a certain point it's it's so it will feel better it will feel better i've seen it <laughs> This is not more. This is more than just my dream. This is my premonition, my forecasting. You'll hit Midhaven must be in Aquarius too. You sound like it. Every time I have conversations with people in depth, they start broadcasting my astrological sign and say that's a mythical condition to with everything that I've said that seems so foreign. Or but the Aquarius energy is magical. about the collective. To sum up that. We are the collective. Exactly. But it's so strongly so embedded in your DNA. Outward. It's Even not, in your sexuality. It's all in my DNA. <laughs> so, like, are that's all I'm saying. Really say? Just to put a little more relativity spin on it for those who are into that. And who are just engulfed by what you're saying, but still feel like they want to be heard. <laughs> Yeah, because every I think every perspective needs to be heard. Every voice needs to be heard. Every opinion, every feeling, because it's all about what we felt that gives us the reason to say it based on what we've also seen, touched, sensed. It all combines to our reaction. To, you know, it adds up. The past tells about the future. Mm -hmm. What you do now will tell what you're going to do tomorrow. What you do 
what you did yesterday is telling on how you can, what you can present today is what you know, what you, you know, the repetition, what you stay trying to understand, what you stay trying to act upon, what you stay trying to learn from. What have you been doing? That to mm. some degree will determine what you're going to be doing next. To some degree, again, the probabilities are endless. Mm. That's a sensation that's magical. However pedestrian it can get, however mundane it can become, it's still just as magical in each moment, each breath, and each millisecond, the sensation of an autonomical black hole, the worm of weed, you know? Because really, if we all started as sperm fertilizing eggs, then, you know, the worm of weed. Speaking of sperm, <laughs> sexuality. The human sexuality is the way people experience and express themselves sexually. This involves biological, exotic, physical, emotional, social, or even spiritual feelings and behavior. I thought that this would be a beautiful, like, discussion because for me lately, or just in the evolution of Anah, you know, we all go through evolutions and changes and phases, and the evolution of me I have, especially when I started, like even before then, I'm still remember vaguely of like growing up and the energies I would play with around sexuality, even as a version that was still another version of myself um, that was very into sex. I've always been curious about it. Like even back when I used to watch porn, like I was obsessed for a moment like super fucking obsessed before school i had to watch porn at night i had to watch porn and it wasn't even what me watching it it was just the act of me feeling things as i touched and experienced you know, and like, myself uh, right oh, right oh my god and then you're like okay we'll discover more tomorrow gotta go to school right <laughs> We'll, we'll, re we'll return to this. We'll get right back to this. You know, and there was always more. The possibilities were endless. Still yeah. are, honestly. But eventually it does get repet repetitive enough that you get used to the flow and less surprised. Right. And I feel like. Annuity of it. And I feel like that's where I'm at right now in my life. I'm getting less surprised with it. And I'm finding new ways to express my sexuality. Within sex and out of sex. Because me, so I realize. I realized over time that a lot of my behaviors, my actions, my my plans, some goals, um, how I express myself etern externally, like when I post new pictures online, I have an OnlyFans account, my um yeah, OnlyFans account, um, my Snapchat, like social media, I'm doing and I'm cultivating a lot of my creative expressions sexually. Even yeah. if I'm not having sex with somebody, some sometimes yeah, it's, yeah, it's directed yeah, towards yeah, that yeah. in a sense, like with my attraction to people. But it's also just me. I'm feeling sexual within myself okay. to do something. And I realize that when I'm not in that sexual nature and yeah. I'm not embracing it or have a healthy relationship with yeah. it, I don't feel myself. Mm. I really do not feel myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning to accept that about me. And finding new ways to incorporate and find that healthy balance within that so I can start 
or just enjoy this and experience you know the scary thing about journeys like this in life because you're still trying to discover that about yourself and sometimes even for you you can be like really am i like that how can i be now oh no i wish i were better now discovering mm-hmm. that and discovering that and expressing it's always judging ourselves yeah really true and and discovering that about yourself so you can't say you don't judge other people very, very constantly judge very people. bullshit it's 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 more bullshit than horse dunk which is i think as bullshit as it gets but you know you keep getting surprised by more bullshit my point being like making that discovery and then having somebody in your life with you that's experiencing life and judging themselves as well you don't know where they are in their journey at the point that you're mm-hmm. experiencing that because honestly sometimes we can just be quite self-involved even if we participate in the communism. We mm-hmm. can we can only give little bits because we choose to because we sometimes are selfish in our selflessness because that's the contradiction, Mr. Gig of the shit, you know? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, now breaking all of this down solidly, experiencing all of that and experiencing that with somebody else can be the most scary, mutilating, like, you know, it, it doesn't always go well, especially within an onanist, owner, ownership, ownership, non-realistic monogamous you know mythological society like it's, it's very give me an example of somebody that you're referring to because i know you're thinking about somebody or something I'm, I'm thinking about a series of people i think right. about almost everybody who says i'm in a relationship i'm married this is who i am but in within that relationship however long but you're talking about a monogamous relationship you've had sex with somebody else you've touched somebody else you've thought about somebody else everybody every animal everything in existence mm-hmm. that participates in this um with within this civilized society within mm-hmm. this construct that we've established mm-hmm. of working working class non-working class unemployed people who are still involved in the monetary I get trade it. what okay. are we going to my point being like every single fucking person is a victim or a participant in this theory which simply is that everybody's fucking everybody because everybody's animalistic but you see how, how that can go two ways well, actually, more ways than that, but two ways that popped in my head when you say everybody's fucking everybody. Your brother, everybody's just, literally everybody look, 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 look. Everybody's fucking physically everybody, and everybody is fucking literally everybody. Quite literally, in both ways, it does go. Right. You're right, but you feel me <laughs> when I say everybody has that story. Like you said this morning when we were having mm-hmm. this conversation, we we had a conversation about how everybody has that sibling or. That, or um, just cousin. cousins, cousins that you, you explore know, with. Yeah, anything that you were tiny with and existed with and grew up with. Y'all explore. Yeah, exactly. That's the truth. Whether it was girl, girl, We've guy, been exploring guy, sex boy, early. You exactly. see, exactly. I've seen some humans. children, and I'm trying to act like that wasn't me at one point. Oh, yeah. That like, were we so sexually you know? advanced. Exactly. And I'm like, no, nigga, That's you were experiencing that too because it's natural. Now that we have the cameras, it's kind of like, yeah, it's in your face. It's in your face. And when yeah. we have people that are paying, we're paying to like delete all these videos the internet so it's not in our face and it's stuff that we don't even remember that happened to us this oh that's crazy i just thought about it so my boyfriend not my boyfriend fuck my boyfriend my, <laughs> look at how you look at how you sound my, my boyfriend it's funny because like it was his girlfriend and that was her boyfriend so whatever damn my boyfriend got a girlfriend got a boyfriend got a girlfriend no cleo shut up look listen Sorry. so my brother the one who passed away from suicide his girlfriend told me some stuff that I didn't know about him because they had, a, you know, they were romantically involved for like over six years. They, she shared a lot of stuff with him that I don't know. So she opened, she blew my mind. She said it was a situation where he, it was me and him were together. He was saying a story about me and my brother and we were over somebody's house and this man made him touch me, but I don't have no recollect of that. 
but he was older than me at that time. And this was a traumatic event for him in his life. Seeing or seeing himself being forced to touch his little sister. So just to know, just to, just to put that in people's minds, like you have shit that happened to you that you don't even fucking remember that could have a sexual connotation. And then or anything to the other person's life that they remember forever. And, possibly and then when you get older, you, you don't even know because that's still there. Memories don't go away. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, a it's, it's on that subconscious mind. It's a telenovela. Man. <laughs> She's saying, I'm like, I don't remember that. But then I seen a, it was a picture. Something triggered. Because you know it could be triggered from memories. We had this conversation. Consistent. And triggered. certain things can spark some memory synapses or whatever. And you're just like, oh my God. I remember it. And then you might have forgot it again not too long after that. But a part of me remembers a little bit. Just a little tiny you know, bit. You know, memory is so memory is so memory inside of your head. Like what you see, picture, like smell, feeling, touch. Remember. And memory can also be very sexual. Like you can you can I, I've had I've tasted Hell pussy, yeah. when I'd I be like I'd be like, yo, I've tasted this pussy before sometime in my prime. You know, <laughs> type shit. Bruh. Like or even when I masturbate, of- I'm thinking of a time where I fucked or was fucked. And it it or makes me feel yourself in a certain way that you remember the feeling that was yes new. it was you my then. name like it you was did original. it damn what the f- memories are powerful Bolidas. and it's all happening right here right now ah uh, like, that's even crazy i told you about interstellar we need to watch that movie together have a movie night and do some shit but um yes nobody um, loves us nobody i'm not going to accept that in my life cuz nice. what you say and what you believe is what you receive. And I don't receive that. Goddamn, Everybody loves me. Everybody loves me. Say it, goddamn. Everybody loves me. Uh-huh. Everybody loves me. Say that shit when you masturbate too. That's a good prayer. Oh my god. Masturbation is a great everybody love me. It's a great way to everybody manifest. Love me. I'm telling you. Oh, everybody <laughs> love. Me. Oh my oh my god, everybody love me. They love me. Look at Luna. They fucking okay. No, but seriously, um, that is a great way for you to manifest and do a spiritual ritual. You can masturbate and say your wishes and prayers and intentions and beliefs. Yeah, that, and that's that's energy. You, that's a strong energy. And you know, right after it, a lot of people can get extremely negative. Fight it. Fight it. All of that energy that swarms in, you have to be able to dissect it, dissect it and decide which one is going to provide for your inner soul. And if it doesn't work for you, but that's still that's also similar. Please. That's also similar to a, like a psychedelic trip, or if you smoke weed or whatever. Like whatever, if you whatever your mind is wondering before you get into that trip, it sets the tone See, in the and, movie in the intent for moving movie forward. Movie. Yes, I get that. So you understand the trips inside of the trip inside of the trip inside of the trip. So we are tripping. <laughs> we all fucking tripping, bitch. You tripping twenty four seven. You feel me? to get here damn this life is tripping this is a whole trip okay by the way just for a disclaimer <laughs> none of us are with are none of us within this um context of this conversation are using any type of narcotics or using it under any type of intoxication i'm not even drinking wine today like i haven't even tasted any alcohol or anything right now i took we're a having, sip but i'm not drunk we're having a genuinely <laughs> honest ritual ritualistically transparent conversation with you and, and, and allowing you honestly to be a part of this and, and letting you peek into our uh, our neighborhood of 
of truths, confessions, hypocrisies, lies, of course, because there's no way to have the truth without a, a little bit of a lie, you know? And, and the facade that is we, to some degree, as much as you. So, um, welcome. Welcome, and you should be grateful. And, you know, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Hi, my name is Jasmine, and I'm addicted to thinking about sex. Hi, my name is Julio, and... I'm addicted to living like I'm the only one alive. Hmm. Please tell me more. Because that's why I act like <laughs> I care so much about the other guy because I'm so quick to forget. Yes, because I, I, you have to pretend, you have to fake it till you make it. That's life. It, every every time you go in a career, any, any type of study, any type of um, classification, you're going there to pretend like you know it while trying to teach yourself the thing from the beginning, from the basics up until you... No, it's That's some degree, funny. but it's all an act up until you do. And which is only going to take time with you continuously acting. Consistency is key within the activity. <laughs> mm. You get me? Yeah, I get you. So I'm not going to pretend to be hypocrit- hypo- hypocritical again on top of my already existing hypocrisy. You know, let's, let's play it safe for the time being. It's something I really resonated with that yeah. was said because it, it, I, feel, I feel like it's relative. Okay, so especially for bi women and just like bi men, mm-hmm. the reason bi women are treated as basically straight, but you can have a threesome, and bi men are seen as secretly just gay, is because our society has trouble fathom- fathoming sexuality that doesn't ultimately cater to men as the only real option. Oh, it does. It really does because they've created a, a financial institution, which is the case that is still trapped. It's just still an entrapment to all of us that exist today, the financial institution of our economy. But it's so deep. Even us, even me and you exchange. subscribe to that. You have to subscribe yeah, to that and to, to survive, some... honestly, because it seems like people are not willing to have a conversation with us. You're not going to be able to stop on the streets and this code you still have a conversation with the next person based on something that you're going to do to grow together and actually it's not going to involve currency to any degree. Because... I get that, but this is something else I'm talking about right now and that idea of just being bisexual, the bisexuality, because we're talking about sexuality. Okay. And that's what I'm. That's what I want to like dive deeper into elaborate in that moment. We okay. elaborate on. So like when I said that, yeah. when I said how you subscribe to that and I do it sometimes too, like how sometimes you feel some type of way with my attraction to men and, and, and act like I'm really not saying you're not really a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian. Like I never claimed to be a lesbian. I have some moments where I feel lesbian le- lesbianism or I don't know, I lean more towards that side. But I'm never straight, fully lesbian. I consider myself pansexual. But if you on a scale, whatever, spectrum, some people like, can I say I'm like, bisexual. I feel like Korea Skylar's like, fuck all the fucking scales that anybody can talk about. You, everybody has an option to be You're, No, no, hold on. Everybody has an option to engage in every single type of gender, whichever one it is. But people then choose. And then with choice comes consistency of partnership or of choice within that, you know, consistency of your choice you're choosing like you've made a choice repetitively and this choice has been either male so that that means you're straight but you've made a choice repetitively and if you wait there's been some females included in your but that's bullshit travesty then you're definitely a little bit bisexual and if you consistently within your choice just choose your male and you keep choosing male then you're fucking gay my nigga and you're female and you just keep choosing females because that's your preference and that's what you really want to that's bullshit because you should have to explain how you feel and what you love I, and what you dive I, I into. Don't think, I don't think you should have. You should, I, I feel like you should. But that still shouldn't put you automatically like, okay, look, 
you fuck with this one but because see, you fuck with them a lot. That doesn't mean that. In the life, of you just have to fuck with somebody else when the time comes. But you don't force know, that fuck know, with. But if if in the life where you exist, right, within consumerism or whatever existed before this, it's just a life where you're not the only person that is there. Explanation is a necessity because that's the only verse to communication. Everybody just did, at the end of the day, you decide, "Mommy, I just need some explanation." Daddy, I just need an explanation. Uncle, oh, teacher, I could just use a fucking explanation. Everybody needs an explanation. So you just have to be willing to deliver that in a manner that is sufficient to, to carry out your intent. If your intent is to hurt, then be malicious with your delivery. If your intention is just to express yourself and move on for it and have them hear their own a point of view, then, you know, move on with that. So somebody continues to ask you, like, why do you like women? Why? Why are you gay? Why are you this way? Why are you that? And and what is your choices within the time that has existed between you knowing this person and you liking what you like and doing what you do? Do you just consistently like women, or have you had have you had a mix? Have you engaged in sex with men as well? And within this diversity, you know what what has happened? You asking that in return? No, not asking. I'm not asking that. I'm saying that would determine where your where your opinion of yourself should be. Because at the end of the day, this person question has fuck the question. Hold on, like it has nothing to fucking do with you. That's exactly. their question. At the end of the day, that's that, and that's that their problem. Fra- that doesn't frame. I'm talking more in a sense of, of offense. Okay, it could people be, get it offense, could be offended by what you do and it what you be, like. It could be offensive, but at the end of the day, everybody's offense is always deep rooted in their own desires or something that they lack or can't have based on that desire of yours that seems to be not standing in the way of their desire. And at the end of the day, it's only collision of it's only ever truly a collision of um, what's it called of. Um, motives like your mm-hmm. motives just collide with theirs and, and that's but that's the point i'm going at not that because I, I do believe that we should explain things further i'm not finna just exception you say don't do it i'm gonna ask why like let that's me know question. like that gets you that just because knowledge is power right. more knowledge is only going to empower you but when it comes to somebody questioning you about why you doing this and why you doing that with the intent of just questions carry a wave of energy exactly you know what energy is behind that you know what they actually trying to like really trying to size you up on because they're really questioning themselves and and they're trying to see themselves through you but in a negative way if you don't have the will to ignore that participation that sorry that collaboration of energy and you really do want to participate in it then here's the best course of action you try to at the end of the day when that camera right now is on you they're trying to mm-hmm. like, why did it why okay why does it bother you that i do exactly so when the camera's on them then they're not trying to they're trying they're going to be trying to divert the truth because everybody's so private i need privacy mm-hmm. they keep my own personal touch personal because they're surviving this reality you can't tell them everything that's mm-hmm. what, that's how really everybody is right now so for you to survive in that manner for you to like thrive within that situation the best thing is to try to find out why they're so affected by something that you've barely gotten a grasp of understanding with because you need time like everybody else would in any situation as regards to living or the experience thereof. Hmm. That's just well, I have a question. What am I, your question there? Yeah. What, what compels you more sexually to women? Honestly... I think it's um I've always found 
like the physical nature, like vagina, pussy, the touch to be stimulating, sensitive. But I've always found a loyalty that existed within each touch from a woman. And that almost seems to be how I sexually feel. My type of succubus survives off an innate dedicated through action as, as well as touch. But so this smell, is definitely beyond just sexual. Yeah, it's always, yeah, it's it has always to be for that for me. And it did, if we weren't capable of having this type of intellectual consensus, then again, it, it will not be a partnership of any kind as far as I'm concerned. I have fuckeries where I go fucking, I leave, and I'm like, bye, I'll just thank you for having buddy. I, you know, hopefully you find your mind someday. Mm. Or maybe I find your mind because I might be ignoring it based on focus on my own That's valid. But, you know, in that scenario, I do my best to try to engage and indulge as though it, it were another me that I'm engaging and indulging which, in, which, which I think it is because. Me as me, so he basically always mostly had more deeper, more loyal mental engagements with women. Yeah, I think if I were a man, I would have more deeper, more loyal engagements with men as well. I and think so I would also, too. That's would weird, also, though, would, isn't it? Yeah, very weird. I would also prefer a little <laughs> bit of women on the side, just like you know, I take if I could take a little few guys if I wanted to. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have sex. With that is so too. crazy. It, it, that's my name. Right. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, it is crazy because it's just there's a loyalty. It's not it's not a gen- genderification so much as a per selfification. But that you know why that's also so crazy because I feel like that's the same for me, but in reverse. I feel like if I was a dude, I would be a lot more sexually attracted. To women. And I can re- respect that in the hetero mentality, in the heterosexual sensitivity. I can I can. Respected, understand, but it's not, it's, it's just like it seems it what fits. we feel is identical. It's love, it's identical mm-hmm. in a very form of difference. It's it's just sensation being felt, being loved, being appreciated, and being remembered, worship, legendary continuity. Whatever it is, it's godship, it's goddess, it's God's mm-hmm. service. So that's why I can respect it, whatever form, whatever shape it comes. But what it is, is what it is, which is it's compromise. Can be punishing in its own activity, but it's very soft, very loving, very necessary, very strong, yeah, very it's necessary. Firming, very storytelling, and it's the drama that we live for. Very spiritual. That's the exciting and entertaining part of living. This is like I have so many conversations with women that I just could not have with a man. Like I have I some know. like I've a, had some conversations but I've had I've had most conversations about women with men. Like you just have to find No, different... it's certain ones. Like I'm thinking more in terms of just like R- I had some where it clicks. Like I've definitely pain. had some beautiful like connections with men and we have some beautiful in depth no, conversations. Are you talking about relating to physical pain and physical tortures or you know No, no, no. This is more so like it's a certain level or frequency that I can relate to a woman that it just goes over some men's it's, head. It's like, uh, like, I don't know. I just remember this one conversation in particular. It's been many, but this one in particular, I was talking to a friend named China. She was heterosexual. And that's the one I told you about that we still engaged at one point, but she still was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not with, I don't want a woman. Yeah, yeah, it's not. But um, the conversation was so basic, but at the same time, I feel like 
No, now that I think about it, I feel like he dumps himself down because he was overwhelmed but by the power of us instead of just trying to stay there at our level. So it made it seem like he couldn't understand what the fuck we were saying or we was talking in code. He even said, what y'all talking in code or something? Like, it's like everything that we said didn't sound like we were speaking English, but we were speaking plain English. I just had moments where it's just like women just, they, they just got that connection tissue. Like it just, like something went off in their brain as soon as it went off in my brain and we could relate on something further going into that conversation. Mm. And I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's always been like that more with women than it has been with men. But I know for me, like I'm definitely attracted to both sexes, but I feel like in most cases I am more sexually attracted to men and I'm more spiritually romantic and bonding attracted to women. I'm not going to deny that for you, though, but I'm kind of like a vagina hound. I do love, I love the scent of a vagina. Like, I could just lay there and just smell it. Uh, but I feel, I don't know, it's something about, like, I, I just want to worship. I feel like I don't think you, I don't think I can ever see you, like, treating any other females vagina like you treat mine. Oh, yeah, I don't think so either. Like, yeah, it's never. <laughs> <laughs> but you're unique, you're special. My bond with you and what we have is what we have. Nobody ever can re- replicate that. Yeah, honey. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You guys, we have went way overboard in this podcast this time. We went over I think it's gonna be like time, an hour and thirty minutes. Enjoying listening to us talk, okay? Basically. You, fuck. you just love Basically. the sound of my voice. Eat it. Yeah. Basically. Eat it. But it. love you. We would definitely hear talk more like in depth about certain things, but we had to keep it a little shorter. Cause it was like, fuck. But I like talking to you. I like talking to you, 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 we, oh, all of us. I love listening to me too. So like, you know, we just get carried away. You know, it happens. It happens. But, um, yes, hit us up on our G- uh, dreamgitch at gmail.com for questions, comments, concerns, your fucking her stories, your, her news, your sex capades, anything that's just out of the norm, some random, crazy, wicked ass shit. We want to hear your story. We could read it out loud, and I know you would like to hear. If you're getting your into property and retail. You can get into sexscaping. <laughs> that's cool. Sexscaping. Sexscaping. I know. I was trying to make it fast and like, trying to put it together. No, that means you're like... skipping the sex. You have to sex. Sexscaping. Mm. Sex you know? yeah. Got you. Not. Ex- it did sound like it was escaping sex. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. We make a good team. But thanks for tuning in with us yet another week at Hustle. Land fuck off. Uh, bye.